Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. How are S REITs set to perform in the second half of this year? Now, if you remember, the month of May appeared to be a month of red for Singapore REITs, which had seen a fall of about 4.5% month over month with all subsectors underperforming on a month-on-month basis. And this comes on the back of higher operating expenses, borrowing costs, which have been commonly cited by S REITs as headwinds to their distributions. And it seems like these issues may soon be exacerbated further because during the recent FOMC meeting last week, the Federal Reserve's policy committee chose to skip a rate hike, halting a series of 10 increases that stretches back to March the 2022. But speaking at a House Financial Services Committee, Powell said that the policymakers expect interest rates will need to move higher to reduce US growth and contain price pressures, even though they held rates steady. So then how might the latest Fed decision and recent forecast of a potential interest rate hike impact the overall trajectory? of S REITs. And what signs can we look out for when it comes to a turnaround for the REITs sector? Today we ask these questions and more with Kenny Lowe, the REIT specialist and independent financial advisor. Good morning, Kenny. How is your Friday looking? Yeah, good morning, Dan. I'm good. Today is a sunny day. Wonderful. Thanks for the optimism, Kenny. Now, you know, the U.S. Federal Reserve, they, like I've mentioned earlier, they've kept interest rates unchanged, but signaled in new economic projections that the borrowing costs will likely rise by another half of a percentage point by the end of this year, indicating about maybe a two additional hikes, assuming that it will be a quarter point move. So, Kenny, what do you make of the recent Fed decision and on S-REITs and what kind of impact do you see this new economic projections having on this sector? Yeah, the, the rise in interest rate definitely will impact those rates with uh, high gearing and uh, short uh, debt maturity because they have to refinance at a higher interest cost uh, moving forward. Mm. So, in typically, the impact to the REIT sector itself, you have different uh, impact on different REITs. I basically can classify three groups of REITs uh, due to discount interest rate uh, impact. So the first group would be those uh, REITs with a big market capitalization and also have a strong sponsor. I believe that those uh, REITs with strong sponsor, basically they can navigate through the, the tough period because if there's any support needed from the uh, sponsor itself, they have a financial strength to really overcome it. Mm. So for this group of blue chip, uh, although they have some impact on the, on the DPU itself due to high interest costs, but I don't have a big concern moving forward because when the market recover or when future, maybe half a year later, uh, when there's a rate cut, uh, this group of uh, blue chip rip will be rebound the fastest. Interesting. Thanks yeah. for that, Kenny. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's the first group, okay? Mm, okay. The, the, the second group would be those rates with the overseas uh, property exposure. Yeah. Uh, especially they have, a, for example, the commercial office in Europe and U.S., and uh, the rising of interest rate will increase the cap rate uh, used in the property valuation. Definitely, uh, during this period, the property valuation for those sectors will be uh, impacted. Mm. That, that, that caused the, the shock. Uh, and, and huge selling. But if you look at the balance sheet itself and you look at the, the, the lease profile and the tenant profile itself, uh, I believe that basically are more on a sentiment driven. Mm. So this group of REIT uh, probably represent the highest uh, uh, return versus risk uh, ratio moving forward. 
uh, and, and maybe there will be a second uh, second group of risk can recover when interest rates will drop. And the third group would be uh, investors should avoid uh, the balance damage. Balance sheet damage, rate, what is that? Yeah, balance sheet damage. Okay. There, this, this rising interest rate will cause those uh, fundamental weak read and also uh, uh, it's a stress test to those read and and rising interest rate will uh, cause uh, difficulty in the refinancing and also uh, originally they already have a high cost of borrowing. Rising interest rate will not help them. They have to force to sell their the property, the underlying property in order to reduce the gearing mm. and so that they can keep a cost low. So there are typically uh, the three groups of uh, different impact for, for the REIT sector. Three different groups. Thanks for that, Kenny. You know, maybe let's dive a little bit deeper into these groups and talk about maybe like what kind of industries do you see suffering the brunt of this impact and maybe some other industries, you know, um, being resilient in the face of this uh, challenge as well. I see from uh, the sector itself, so far the industrial sector, they are more resilient due to a better diversification in their tenant profile and also uh, the, the resilience of underlying uh, economy. So if you look at all those uh, big cap uh, industrial REIT and also even the mid cap industrial REIT, mm. the DPO itself, they are not really impacted a lot. Of, mm. of, although they have some uh, drop in DPO recently, but if you look at the property valuation itself, they are holding pretty well. Okay. So industrial sector is pretty uh, resilient uh, for the time being. I see. Uh, interesting. Thanks for that, Kenny. Now, then what can you tell us about the REIT's ability to generate higher rental income from from its properties to offset higher interest costs. Will that be enough to address and weather the rising interest rate environment? If you look at some of the sectors itself, okay, I use Singapore as an example. Mm. If, you are, if you look at the recent rental trend for the industrial uh, sector, yeah. uh, in, in general, because I come across uh, some of the industrial buildings itself when they have the, a lease renewal, the, the landlord is asking for 15% rent, rent increase, 515 wow. So. And even the residential itself, you, you can see that some of the uh, uh, landlord asking for 30% rent. And, oh my and goodness. The, the, all those, all those expats, they are still willing to pay for the rent. Mm. So, and, and also, I believe a commercial office, if you, if you walk around the, the, the shopping mall, you yeah. don't see a lot of empty spaces. That's why I think that uh, all, all this inflation uh, pressure, they can pass on to the te- uh, tenant. And, and because of the underlying uh, uh, demand, they are still a- able to really pay for the hotel high renter. So in typical, uh, typically in Singapore itself, we don't see a big impact uh, uh, in terms of industrial sector, uh, retail sector, and even the office. We don't see a big impact in Singapore. Oh wow, interesting. So the demand here is so high that even the, these uh, these uh, tenants they are not turned away by the higher interest, uh, the higher uh, increase in the rental costs, right? Yeah, as long as you have a demand, all these things can pass through, and we are still willing to pay. For example. Right. Although we know that the hotel room is at a historical high in Singapore and mm. also the air ticket is historical high, because of the, of the past three years, we are not able to travel, not able to go holiday, people are still willing to spend. Ah. I, I don't think any Singapore holding back, holding back uh, spending or traveling overseas because of all these high costs. I don't think so. Yeah. Have you been traveling, Kenny? Yeah, I've been traveling actively. <laughs> wow, the revenge travel is back then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now then, with the momentum of... Um, let's, let's talk 
let's turn this conversation over to the turnaround, the signs of a turnaround in the S-REITs sector. Now, with the momentum of the Singapore market's earnings upgrades waning over the past few quarters, some analysts are saying that banks could similarly be losing momentum and suggesting that a rotation to REITs and tech in their second half of this year's Singapore strategy outlook. So that said, what are your thoughts on investor interest returning from the banking to the S-REITs sector for the second half of this year? Yeah, one thing for sure that uh, I, I can, I'm pretty sure that there will be return or sector rotation back to risk. Oh, no doubt. Wow. It's only thing is a, it's a timing. Wow. Uh, I have a chance to look at the past 20 years uh, sector rotation model and also the performance of the different asset class. Uh, based on the past 20 years data, 75% of the time, REIT will register a positive return for the year. Wow. 75%. 75 75%, yes, for wow. the past 20 years data. And analyze a return, uh, the total return for the REIT sector itself, the global REIT sector, uh, around 9.5%. Oh my goodness. Right, so this is the past 20 years data. At the present moment, we have uh, one very negative year last year, mm. and also this year also a little bit negative. So so based on the past historical data, the maximum negative return for the REIT itself is maximum two years. Then since then, after after you reach the bottom itself, then the subsequent few years will be a double digit uh, account of positive return for the REIT sector. Wow. Yeah, and also uh, the REIT sector is, is cyclical, uh, same as interest rate. So every bear market will definitely follow by a bull market. And the bull market duration is much longer than the bear market. At the same time, the return generated during the bull market is definitely higher than the bear market. This is all uh, historical data. Interesting. Wow, that's supporting some good stand here. And uh, I suppose it's also proving some attractiveness in this sector. Now, but before we talk about the attractiveness of the S-REIT sector, I want to talk about the signs that investors should be looking out for when it comes to the case of a turnaround in the S-REIT sector. So what are signs or what are things that we should take note of to show that maybe perhaps the bull run is, is on its way in the REIT sector. Yeah, a- another three points. Today, every, basically, it's everything three points. Love <laughs> it. Based on lucky yeah. number three. Yeah, lucky number three. So the first point will be the macro environment. Uh, I would say that this will be the interest rate uh, impact to all the uh, REIT sector itself. So based on the US Federal Reserve dot plot, uh, 2024, we should see a drop in interest rate. Okay. Now we an- another another uh, half a year ago. This is based on dot plot. But if you look at the CME Federal Reserve uh, fund paid rate uh, future, 30-day future, uh, we are expecting the, the market. The market is not, not necessarily the fact. The market is expecting another 25 basis points by end of the year. Yeah. Uh, the interest rate will reach 5.5%. There is another 75% probability this will happen. 25 okay. basis point increase. Okay. Right. After that, there will uh, hold flat for a while, 5.5% until end of the year. And beginning of the 2024, uh, January, the, the rate starts to drop. I see. That is the market expectation. So, uh, this is the first signal I am looking at. I am looking at the red card. Right. So, this signal uh, still now now is a pausing. Uh, if July, if July there's no red card, the, the Fed still continue to hold. There's a high ten possibility they may cut uh, in end of the year. So, I that's see. the first signal. Okay. The second signal will be based on the fundamental. Uh, it's the valuation of the whole risk sector itself. At the present moment, the trailing 12 month uh, average uh, average yield is 9.08%. It's very, very high. It's okay. quite high based on my, my tracking uh, of past 12 years. And index uh, market-weighted average yield is based on the market capitalization. I do uh, a weighted average yield. It's 6.29%. It's, it's 
pretty attractive, six point five percent, and the yield spread against the Singapore risk-free rate is six percent. Wow. Okay. Right, and the price to book at the present moment is zero point seven eight. This uh, price to book uh, valuation is even lower than the uh, uh, COVID crash in March 2020. Oh my But goodness! If you look at the whole economic uh, uh, environment, basically we are not as bad as COVID crash, right? During COVID time, the whole the whole world economy stopped. And we cannot go out. With, uh, there's no spending. There's a lot of fear in the market. At the point in time, it's only 0.8. Now it's the uh, price point is 0.78. That's wow. why I believe that the Singapore sector uh, is basically oversold, uh, oversold and unwarranted. It does mm. not justify this kind of valuation. So based on fundamental valuation itself, this is the positive signal. This has already triggered. Right. And and this will attract the the institution and also sector rotation into this this sector. That's why just now what you say. They may be switching because if you look at the bank, uh, bank stock uh, mm. dividend yield, it's mm. giving about three to four percent. Yeah. But even the big cap, big cap rate is giving you five to six percent, and also it's cheap. Wow. Right. So, okay. so if you focus on fundamental itself, uh, if you back to the real estate, a uh, physical real estate investing, we want to buy property, a uh, good property at a huge discount, at the same time able to generate consistent high dividend yield. Yeah. So, so, so if you focus on big uh, fundamental of 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 this investing itself, this uh, FA uh, side is is pretty attractive. I see. The third point would be the technical analysis. At the present moment, the FTSE REIT index is uh, trading in the descending triangle consolidation pattern. This is moving sideways. No signal yet. I'm if I look back at the uh, one year chart itself, it looks like the REIT index has bottom in October 2022. Okay. Chart, okay. Right, that's the bottom. Uh, we may be retesting a bottom, but I don't think based on macro, based on fundamental, we can go below the the, the October bottom. Expect the breakout. Uh, Based on the chart pattern itself, by uh, by end of uh, October, because the apex of this uh, descending triangle will end in uh, October period. Mm. So the third signal, I will be watching the the chart itself and look for the breakout signal. The It breakout. probably will be breaking up up upwards. Wow. So these are the three three key points uh, I'm looking at. Mm. So uh, one signal has already triggered the another two more uh, still 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 watching. That's the. I'm assuming the first, the one that has triggered so far is the fundamental valuation of REITs, right? Yeah, the one triggered FA. Yeah. Mm, I see. Okay, the three points. Just to recap again: macro environment with expectations for interest rates to drop by 2024. The second one: fundamental valuations of REITs, which has already been triggered, and of course, the last one is technical and analysis as well. Thanks for this nice breakdown of uh, what we should be looking out for when it comes to the case of a turnaround in the S REITs sector. Now, then. Kenny, you know, I've been reading a lot of articles online, and there were a lot of mixed um, um, feelings and sentiments about the S REITs sector. But I want to get it from you. How attractive would you say the S REITs sector is today? Extremely attractive. Uh, if the investor have a long-term investing horizon, for example, if they are building for their retirement, ten years, twenty years, this is the best time to capture at the high return, high dividend yield, and at a discount, and basically just hold it there. Wow. We get to maximize the return because for those a uh, good rate, the dividend yield will dividend payout will be increased year over year. If you lock in a current low price, you are not capturing maybe five six percent over the ten years. You may be capturing twelve percent uh, yield on cost. Oh my goodness, twelve percent! That's fantastic. Well, then that being said, right, where are the opportunities to be found? Which sectors are well positioned to deliver earnings resilience in a low growth environment? Then actually, it depends on the risk appetite for the investor. Mm. If those investor they are really uh, looking for a consistent dividend, 
uh, not the low uh, volatility, that kind of risk portfolio, probably just stay with the big cap uh, with a strong sponsor. Okay. You know? Right. Just mm. stay with that and, and basically 5 to 6% per annum dividend yield based on today value is, is not an issue. Over the long term, definitely dividend uh, yield on cost will be increased. Mm. That's the thing. But, but for those investors who are also looking for capital gain and huge capital gain, uh, maybe double in terms of the price in the next uh, few years, can look at those uh, read with uh, really uh, uh, have a huge uh, uh, investor panic selling during this period. For example, commercial office uh, in US and also commercial office in, in the Europe region. Because right. those are really written down and the price to book at a historical low. Uh, and, and, uh, and for example, prime read and also the manual life read, the dividend close to 30%. Mm. I think they have already factored in all the worst case scenario. Even though the worst case scenario kick in, they have a, uh, uh, issued the additional rise or, or uh, have a cut in dividend itself. Let's say it's half, 30% go to half, it's still 15%. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Kenny. And now, before I let you go, I need to ask you this question. For all the other investors out there as well, then how or what should we be doing during this period of volatility? I mean, we have um, other options like, say, for example, the single savings bonds, T-bills and all. But then REITs also appear quite attractive in your opinion. So what should we, what should we be doing then? Yeah, Singapore saving bond, T-bill, the rate cannot stay high forever. Mm. When the interest rate start to drop next year, the uh, the interest rate from T bill and Singapore saving bond definitely will drop. Yeah. Right. And uh, after drop, uh, the investor will immediately face a reinvestment rate. What should they do on those uh, T bill when they are uh, matured or expire? Or uh, the Singapore saving bond, if you want to uh, go in the Singapore saving bond again, you will be a uh, lower interest. So at during this uh, switch over period, this I, I would say this is a switch switch spot. The risk sector is still uh, pretty uh, underpriced, undervalued at the present moment, and I I I, I strongly suggest that investors start to look at the every sector to start to lock in the current price huge discount at a high dividend value because this is more sustainable in terms of the payout dividend payout moving long a uh, long a uh, uh, long term mm. compared to the SSB and also the T bill. Okay, I see. Any last words for investors uh, that you have that you may have for the yes read? Uh, those who may want to uh, dabble into the yes read sector, Kenny. Yeah, I, I can see that there are there are a lot of panic selling uh, for some of the retail investors. Mm. They are probably if they are selling at this at this present moment, they are selling at the market bottom. So right. I I've seen that. So when we come to the S read investing, the investor really should focus on the fundamental. They really need to understand what is S read. S read is real estate investment trust. Is the underlying is investing in real estate. The focus should be the rental, rental generation, rental income. But the the investor they are just focused too much on the price itself. So uh, if they have a conviction in the real estate itself, this is the best time to really accumulate because uh, the the price is is, is quite low. And uh, like what Warren Buffett said, be greedy when everyone is in fear, mm. and just lock in a, a good price now. And also uh, with a good dividend yield and, and hold it long term and be patient. You have to be patient. Right. right? Because S Street is not for trading the capital gain. If you want to trade for capital gain, go for low for other asset class, for the technology sector. Because mm. they'll move faster. The right. S Street is pretty is slow and steady. Mm. And at least you, they have a lot of uh, sleep well factor. Right. Nice. You, 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 need, you need time to wait for the rental income to come in. Yeah. So 
so the investor really should focus on the fundamental instead of looking at price every day because when you invest in the physical real estate you don't look at price every day yeah after you look at price every day you also do nothing basically you don't sell because of your 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 property uh, drop by 15% you don't really bother because yeah. what you, what your concern is whether your tenant can pay you uh, rental uh. so so investors should should align this kind of mindset to similar to the real estate investment if you don't do something uh, funny in the real physical real estate you should not do uh, a panic selling in the REIT itself just, just have a conviction Wow, and and have a long term view when you're investing in REIT. Fantastic, thank you so much, Kenny. Good things come to all those who wait, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Kenny, it's been wonderful speaking to you today. I hope you have a good weekend. Thanks for joining us this morning, Kenny. Okay, thank you, then. All right, we've been speaking to Kenny Lowe, the REIT specialist and independent financial advisor, about the impact of the latest U.S. Fed decision on S REITs and what investors should be doing during this period of volatility. Continue to keep it right here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.